Deep in the heart of Canada lie two vigilantes who fight for justice and great lawn care. This is the tales of the lawnmower and the weed whacker. We find our heroes on the Highway 115 of Canada, wherever that might be. Order number 49. Order number 49. Ah, yes, that must be me. No. You see my receipt? I do. 49. Yours is 55. But wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. If you're 49, I should be 50. But it doesn't... It doesn't matter... The difference in the number is Yes, it does. Al- this is an injustice. Is an this is an injustice. I demand to speak to the supervisor. It is an algorithm in the system. Like, it literally, it is a machine deciding who it gets certain numbers. It doesn't make any sense. Matter. I'm a machine. Yes, okay. You like but I don't use algorithms, weed whacker. And I just want my double cheeseburger with extra pickles. Order number 55, double cheeseburger, extra pickles, something I don't care. Okay. There you go. Oh, there perfect. you go. There's perfect. A I have a I have a complaint. Why was my order not 50? This isn't even my order. I ordered a double cheeseburger. Sir, that is a double cheeseburger with extra pickles. Doesn't look like extra pickles to me. I don't think six pickles is extra, madame. Look, 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 I'm I'm so sorry, man. I'll, I'll just he's fine. Everything's fine. Thank you so very much for your for your time and your services and everything. We really appreciate it. Lama, get the fuck. Come, 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 come. What, what, what is it, Weed Whacker? Listen, I'm busy trying to listen, enjoy my listen, burger. I, That's clearly not my burger. I, I understand that. But this is an injustice to society. This is an injustice to everyone. Okay. I will now go into my fit of rage. Please do not go into a fit of rage and start punching. Okay, lawnmower. Lawnmower. One more. Yes, Bring it down. Yes. Bring it down. Okay. We're fine. Everything's fine. There I'm is, cool. There's no evil here I'm to fight. I'm good. I am good, Weed Whacker. There is no injustice happening in this restaurant right now. Just What's that out there? <gasps> that squirrel! It's going to eat a poison peanut! I don't think peanuts are poisonous to squirrels. Oh, we must save him, Weed Whacker! Come, I, Weed Whacker! I, I we really... must whack him off before he whacks himself off. God damn it, I really wish you wouldn't say it like that. Away! Why is it? Oh, to the lawns God of justice damn. must be mowed another day. Okay... All right, let's go. Tune in next time for the tales of the lawnmower and the weed whacker. The following is a Pod Beard production. Here, eat these shrooms. They heal you. Are you sure? I don't think this is a safe. <laughs> We're the Parker Sisters. In a world where two ordinary gamers team up to fight the forces of boredom, this is their podcast, and this is their story. Hey everybody, it's Hotter. And it's Casador Motherfucker Jones. And this is Two Guys in a Game. In a game! In a game! <laughs> episode one. Who would have known that episode 20 would be so hard to get to? Yeah, like after episode like 17, we had to do episode 18. And then 19, and then now we're on 20. And it's like, yeah, it's like, where do you really find the time to do podcasts? Well, you find it in the crevices of your life. The and crevices that's, of your That's soul. what I would like to describe doing podcasts with Mr. Hotter here. Because it's like, when are you free? I'm free never. And he's like, oh, cool, me too. We should uh, meet up like on this never date and never record this podcast and put the podcast on hiatus. And I'm like, well, that's a bit dramatic, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> like last night he was. Just, George Jones oh my god! I was I was a he little... was in such a depressive mode last night. I'm there working my ass off, and he's just leaning up against the wall. He's like, uh, he's like, what the fuck? 
podcast gets canceled. And I'm like, dude, it's it's not that bad. We will make it happen. It's just even if we have to take a week off. And then he's just like, forget it. He's like, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go into the back and throw garbage in the trash where I belong. And I was like, okay, <laughs> throw garbage in the trash. That's, that's what he does. You know, I'm just saying, you know, but he was, he was all crying. And then he's like texting me last night and I'm sleeping just like, la, 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 la. I was up to like one in the morning trying to figure this shit out. And, but we're here. We figured it out. So I'm like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Casting a motherfucker Jones. He texted me this morning. And I'm just like, yeah, we're going to make it happen. I'm like, cool. And we're going like, to make a baby. And you're like, okay, maybe not. Like, we're going to make a baby? That'd be a really attractive child. I'm not sure how we're going to do it, but we'd figure it out. Test tubes exist. Aha! Test tube! Test tube, Jones. Anyways, so, uh... <clears throat> welcome yeah. to episode 20. Yeah, episode Formally. 20. You have been casually, formally, and other ways that you can be invited to things. Um, uh, to our 20th episode of this Yay. amazing baby of ours. This is cool, okay. because, like... <clears throat> People who know me know that I'm a, I'm a Milestones guy. I'm a guy who likes anniversaries. You like to go to Milestones, kind of that restaurant? A milestones, <clears throat> actually, funny story, I don't like Milestones. But you do I like went Milestones. There once. You just said you like Milestones. Yeah, not Milestones, the restaurant, though. But I went there once and had a really shitty steak. I wasn't impressed. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> so I was like, I was really excited for this because, uh, number one, if you guys follow us on the social media, which you should, two guys in the game, um, you will see that uh, yesterday... I actually put up uh, brand new, brand spanking new, and we've been sitting on this for a while. And yeah, I'm this is like so we've excited. been investing in this for a while. Yeah, like like at least I probably see the last two months. <clears throat> yeah, at least our new logo. Yeah, <laughs> new logo slash characters, I guess in a way. Yeah, sure. Because for those of you who've been following us from the beginning, you know that our logo, which is kind of like as off as off a uh, bear, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> Cats take over. <laughs> Okay, it's it was of us looking like Fallout characters. Yes. And there you go. And now it is a very fun, loving cartoon. Definitely amazingly suits us as yes. our characters on the show, but also our characters just as people. Oh, for And sure. it's all thank you to Mr. Jay Bird. Mr. Jason Reese, Jaybird Digital Arts. I call him by his thing because he's Mr. Jaybird. He's Mr. Jaybird Digital Arts to me. To you, he's Mr. Jaybird <clears throat> Digital Arts. Yeah, um, I we were kind of talking the one day, and we were looking at the logo, and like I I love our old logo. Let me just say that it wasn't that we didn't like that logo. I just we were kind of chatting one day, and I was like, man, like I love that it was. Probably, I think it was around episode like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, when like like we we I noticed like the show was going a lot more kind of goofier than I originally anticipated. And I was he like, thought it was going to be like serious. Well, not serious, but like, I just, I was like, I feel like two we're going to talk about games. Two guys talking about serious video games. Today. We're talking about manhunt. We're talking about modern warfare two again, because we didn't talk about it enough. The first three we times. only play Xbox. <laughs> okay. Let's not go okay, there. That's a sensitive subject. But yeah, so we decided to, well, um, uh, TJ here decided to go, hey, man, Jay, can you just make us a nice logo? Well, like, I, I, I said, like, I'm like, I don't know Thanks. if I was like, I don't know if the logo really fits anymore. And you were like, yeah, like, I like the logo. And I'm like, I do, too. I love the logo. But I'm like, I feel like we need like, I don't know. And then it just dawned on me. I'm like, how would you feel about having a cartoon version of Castor Jones? Like, you kind of like that could be cool. And I was like, yeah. And then I literally was like, yo, Jay, we need a cartoon logo. Now, for those of you who know Jason, 
he is a big fan and his number one passion is like doing like horror art stuff. And he's amazing at it. Mm-hmm. He's really good at it. But he's not um he's not someone who usually does like that style of cartooning. So he was like, I don't have a whole ton, ton of experience with it, but he's like, sure, like let me do it. And he freaking killed it. When he sent me that first draft, I was like, Yo. Yo. I said to him, I wanted it to be as unique as possible. And that's why I wanted to use Jason because I yeah. knew it was going to be super unique, but still fun and really colorful. And it was just, I just, I love it. I yeah, it's, a, it's it. amazing. Yeah, it's a great logo. So. And if you guys follow us on the Instagram, you saw that I did a comparison picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of us, after he sent us the first draft, we took a picture of us sitting next to each other on the couch, <laughs> kind of as we were in the picture. So I, I don't know. I, I think he killed it. I love it. Yeah. If you guys, for some reason, can't see the logo, if you're listening to us on iTunes or something like that on a podcast app that maybe hasn't updated, definitely check out the new logo because I think it's amazing. And it is uh, a sign of things to come on two guys in a game because we're steamrolling. We're doing our thing. We're, you know, kind of going in a more, um, not like we haven't been in a fun, like happy-go-lucky approach. Yeah. But just <laughs> it's like, you know, we're past episode 20 now. I think that... We're going to start really getting into more um, really, really just fun topics. You know what I mean? And like we're we're heading into the summertime. Our schedules are probably going to be a little better. We're going to be really goofier on here. I'm going to double, triple, quadruple my goofiness. I'm going to probably at least double it. I'm going to be a lot more entertaining, hopefully. Tangent King? More like Tangent Dictator. <laughs> coming up that's your that's your new shirt it's gonna be tangent you like dictator. in a tank and it's gonna be just like just holding fist my up. fist up and i'm gonna be like tangents and they're like sir why are we attacking our own country tangents <laughs> <clears throat> but sir i don't under why why are you attacking tangents! why are you destroying that orphanage tangents and speaking of tangents that we just went off on number two you heard our opening Yay! finally we get to reveal two amazing characters TJ's doing the pose, even though... The lawnmower. He's not the lawnmower. But I'm not the lawnmower. I'm the lawnmower the and the weed whacker. I'm the weed whacker. Yes, I hope you enjoyed our opening there. It was sweet. It's fun. We've been waiting to yeah. do lawnmower and weed whacker a bit. We joke around at work with each other. Every time one of us walks around the corner, I'll always go, weed whacker. And he'll be like, lawnmower. <laughs> Just like... Because that's the whole <laughs> joke is the fact that lawnmower is, is uh, you know, over the top, like... yeah. Not or, full of himself, but like he's like just like he's very delusional. enthusiastic and he's delusional very enthusiastic about and his he's superhero. Own, yeah. yeah, and and uh, that even and there's even times where TJ will walk up to me and I'll just be like, "Hello, citizen," just like <laughs> pretending that we don't know each other. <laughs> or whatever. I'm just like, "Yeah, hello, citizen." And then, but, then yeah. the weed whacker's just me having to deal with just this like, delusional yeah. superhero, this like s- like psychiatric <laughs> branded superhero who's like got a split personality, who's monotone at sometimes <laughs> when he's normal, and then when he goes into his alter ego, he's just this crazy freaking I don't even know. <laughs> it just gets he, turned up to like two thousand. It really adds to my split personality disorder as a person. Yeah, you know, because yeah, I'm Casador Jones. No, you're you're Zach. No, I'm Casador fucking Jones. Yeah, you're also you're also lawnmower. And now I'm lawnmower, so now I have three personalities. And you're also Tom Everything. No. Not Tom Everything? I'm Marvin. 
Oh yes, Marvin as well, which we heard from last week on the show. Great. So shouts to Marvin. I don't. I don't think we're going to hear from him this week, and no. that's fine. But we'll, we'll hear from him. Again. I don't think we're going to hear from him this week. And if we do, Chaz, I swear to God, Chaz, you will ruin this podcast Chaz, for me. Chaz, hey, look, the sun came out. Yay! That means it was shining. a good day to do a podcast. This means that it was meant to be, ladies and gentlemen. But yeah, so like this is really cool. We're super excited about this in the future. We are going to start having more guests on as well. Hell yeah! We have like eight people lined up right now. Shout out! Double that. We've got like a hundred. 168 people. Zach, do you know math? No. But Kaz knows math. Kaz ah! knows Kaz whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> That's what's great. Like, I was talking, um, we're, we're going to get to gaming stuff and we have a really awesome, fun topic today and everything, but because this is kind of our 20th episode, we're just going to kind of BS and do some, maybe No, we're talk just, we're going to do what we always so do. Yeah. It's just, not even BS anymore. It's just how our podcast rolls. Literally Nobody just can do this. The algorithm to our podcast is impossible to duplicate. You cannot do it. I dare you to try. You I won't. agree. I don't think. Do I don't it. think it's impossible. Can do what we do. No, because that's just it's what we are. You could probably add to the equation and make Absolutely. it better, but you could never replicate two guys and a game and an awesome lawnmower. Yes, and a subpar weed whacker <laughs> that attaches to the side of a lawnmower <laughs> <laughs> and like a little cab to a motorcycle. You're like the cab to the motorcycle. Yes, <laughs> you are the motorcycle that's driving everything forward, playing card games, and I am the little cab on the side that's just like I'm happy to be here. Yay! Um, but uh, yeah, I guess that'll be cool. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I know for sure I have at least four people who are like they're going to be solid as hell guests, and they're super excited to be on. Yeah. And they're going to be meeting you for the first time as well. So they're like, yo, this Kaz guy sounds awesome. And I'm like, he is. He is, but he's a real dick in person. So just <laughs> he is an absolute dick. Talk to him off. No, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, we're going to come up with some new segments I've been working on in my head. You know, Even I don't know about them? Yeah, like I actually have some really cool segments that we're going to work on. Like I, I feel like we should do like, well, like I want, what I want to do is every week I want to put out like a, like TJ's been putting out polls. And he, it gave me the idea after he said this to me the other day, I was thinking we need to put out like a, a weekly, just like motorized windblower gamer choice, like a game of the choice. And we just kind of go like, we take the time, we research that game and we just kind of give our feedback to uh, a person. Or, I mean, who, obviously best case scenario, we play the game <clears throat> or we play the game. Exactly. Yeah. If we can find it, which there are obviously some cases yeah. we probably won't be able to. And uh, like, you know, and I'd love to, I just love to get more immersed with the fan. Oh, totally. Just I let agree. People know kind of like, you know, we're not just, <clears throat> podcasters that are famous and we're not vain you know i am he's not <laughs> um, but we we want to like you know we want to know what other so people are playing we want to open up that gaming range so and that also will give us the benefit of like learning about new games that we've never played before yes. like you guys have games that are probably amazing that we would never have thought of in a million years to play so i think that would be really cool to start doing that so we might be coming up with something like that in the coming weeks i hope Brandon, get on it. And <laughs> this is more work for Brandon, but I, I, I know I like point, to keep him employed. Yeah. I like to keep him employed. He makes employed. good money with us. He makes okay. really good. Mo- you know, you know what his pod beard checks are? Yeah, dude, like you, more than that, me. Yeah, more than I make. He makes more than I make too. Jeez, he probably it's, makes it's more than crazy. everybody. He makes more than all of us combined, <laughs> and we make a lot. My paycheck is pretty good, but his is like <laughs> yeah. And I should paid I minimum wage. I mean, haha. Ha. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways so Kaz my good man what have you been playing this week um I have been playing uh, the scary voices in my head you know hey Kaz <laughs> no Kaz it's is, the Kaz's scary voices sound more like this <laughs> 
And then they just speak to me in alien monster mode. And uh, no, I've been playing Skyrim for the Nintendo Switch. Still? Well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like, what else do you want me to play? Skyrim's a big game. I agree. So, and you don't want me to say anything else, right? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I say anything K-fabe. else. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. What have you been playing? So, uh, I finally, last night, started playing Bloodborne. Oh, good for you. I've had it downloaded for like a week, and I haven't even touched it. And um, Harder's first impressions are that this game... People told me it's it's a lot like Dark Souls in the sense that it's really hard. Okay. And I'm kind of like... It's really hard? That's what, that's what people have told me, yeah. Oh. Mind you, I, I only played it for like an hour, so I'm kind of like... I don't really have a whole lot to talk about, but I'm like... I, I, I'm not finding it that hard. I, so I it's find more it really flaccid fluid. is what you're saying. Yeah, it's very flaccid and floppy. Um, <laughs> but it's cool so far. I'm really enjoying it. It's a big flaccid floppy game. <laughs> Sorry. Flaccid dick jokes. <laughs> Alert. Alert. But you're not finding it very difficult. No, I'm not finding it very hard. No, maybe. difficult. Difficult? Okay, yeah. I'm not finding it very difficult so far, but give it time. Okay. But give it time, because I'm sure that uh, as time goes on... It will get more difficult. It will get more difficult and veiny. Um, <laughs> okay. That's what I've been playing. Uh, but we definitely wonder what you guys have also been playing, so hit us up. Let us know. And when we do do Don't that... Don't forget to tune in and click that play button. Yes. <laughs> to today's episode of... The Harder Show featuring Kaz. No. Ha No way, sir. This is two guys in a motherfucking game. So uh, another game that I've been playing, which kind of uh, in, in a way leads us into our, our main topic today. and Which is all about Mexicans. Been, all about Mexicans and what kind of burritos we enjoy. Ah, burritos. Dance. Muchacha. Mexican dance. It's, it's work dance, Mexican work. I dance, I dance, I dance. I was watching an episode of American <laughs> Dad last night. Oh, yeah. It was the one when Roger becomes head of the Homeowners Association. Oh, yeah. And like tries to like. Roy destroy. Rogers McFreely. Yeah, McFreely. And then <clears throat> I know the, like so many of his personas names. Yeah. And then at the end of it, he, um, they have like the streetlight thing and he was like dancing at the end yeah. of it. And he started doing like the Mexican dance and he was like shaking his ass and stuff. And like, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> it was so good. I love that show so much. <laughs> Ricky Spanish. So you've been playing for the N64. I've been playing a game that I do not believe I have played. I have played. I have talked about yet on this podcast. And it's very surprising because this game and me go way back. Yes. Okay. And it's not Legend of Zelda, just for the record. Oh, so it is actually on the N64. I was just joking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it actually is on the N64. I'm okay. not even joking. Because um, I said to him earlier, I'm like, such an old yes, gamer. I have a way to lead into the topic. It's really good. I he doesn't care for gaming. I do. Like, I, I want and I want to get into new, newer games more. It's just with me, I'm like, I don't have money. I, what's not even that? It's, I can't. The last new game that I bought, I bought it for eighty. The last, I'm sorry, the last two new games I bought for eighty dollars. One was WWE 2K18, and after I bought it, I was kind of like, eh, I should have waited for it to go down in price. And for my man Sam Hudson to have a second copy that I could have bought it for half price because <laughs> he always does. And then I bought some. Oh my god. Oh, Andromeda? No. no, not Andromeda. I bought it for $15, and I'm really happy with it. Oh, shit. Shit. Ass. Shit. <laughs> Fuck. I don't remember. But I was really, like, I sold it. Like, I was so disappointed with it. Uh, I don't remember what game it was. Uh, it was a buggy piece of crap. Knack? No. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. 
It was a knack too. <laughs> Maybe it was longer ago than I think. You know, you know what it was? And this is really embarrassing. Like the last one, I bought it like the day after it came out and I was super hyped was freaking Assassin's Creed 3. That, it, that game was, a, was pretty good though. No. Okay. It was a good game. Yeah. To pay full price for it. I was insulted when I was done the game. The fact that I was done the game within like two days, I was like, that was my first Assassin's Creed game. Really? Yeah. I never really was wow. interested in it. And then like one year for Christmas, I didn't have any game ideas that I wanted. So I was just like, I guess it's going to be Assassin's Creed 3. They were like, what? I said, just get me Assassin's Creed 3. Let's get, let's get me Assassin's Creed 3. And they were like, oh, okay. So they got me What do you bid on the dining room set, Prince? 450. I'm sorry, again, speak up. 450. Okay, is it? It's 450. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what's this game you're playing for? So, me and this game things. go way back. I have to tell this story because uh, Dark story. Runner will kill me. Dark Runner will literally skin me alive. So, tell, tell the story. story. I will tell the story. <laughs> Tell the fucking story, mate. Tell the fucking story. Hurry up. We only have like another 10 minutes before this podcast has to wrap up anyways. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) The podcast is going to (laughs) explode. But no. So there's a game for the N64 that I played when I was younger. uh, And that game is called Ogre Battle 64. Sounds really fun. It's wicked. Oh, okay. Like, no, it's actually dope as shit. They should have just called it Shrek Battle 64. (laughs) (laughs) No, donkey, we got to battle. (laughs) What's hilarious about that is, like, it's called Ogre Battle, but, like, like, yeah, there's ogres in it and shit, but, like, you don't see them for, like, half the game. So for the longest time, I was like, why do they call it Ogre Battle? And then it was like, oh, oh, I get it now, you say. (laughs) I'm stealing your bit. I don't know that game, so... You, you should. I'm, I'm going to show you at some point. because Well, I have yeah, an N64, like so. I might need to lend it to you then. I just, it's actually I just don't play it that much because you play it's more games. of a, an ancient relic. Like, I keep it nah, in a museum. I still use it. And I just keep it in a box. And I That's go, all I play, in you 1990, say. How old are we? In 1998, Cazador Jones acquired the Jungle Green Donkey Kong Edition N64. Yeah, I forgot you have that. Since then, it has been a relic and an heirloom in his family. Actually, you know what? Technically, that will become an heirloom because it's been passed down from my father to it's me. Already like, a, isn't it almost it's an worth antique? Money too. It must be. Yeah, it's got to be worth in about something. five years. It's going to be an antique. That's crazy how, to think about that. I got it in '98, and it's yeah. 2018. So five more years. It's I think it's an antique. It's considered an antique. Wow. Years. I don't think it's no, not so. an antique, but it's a classic. It becomes now it's definitely considered anything to me. Twenty five is twenty years. I thought twenty five. I say the I rules say for cards, but anyways, I, have I, a, I don't know. Anyway, I had a gaming console for twenty years. Wow. So have I. I'm just, I'm just realizing that now. That's crazy. Wow. Anyway, so I played this game, loved it as a kid, and literally for from the time I was about thirteen. To my 25th birthday, I was not able to find this game anywhere. I looked everywhere. The only place I could find it was on eBay, and it was like way too much money. 10,000 billion Although people were like, oh, yeah, the cartridge is, is, is kind of wrecked, but, you know, give me 200 bucks. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm not paying that. Yeah, the cartridge doesn't work, but just give me like 50 bucks for it. You'll figure it out. Are you yeah, high right bro, now? No, but out. once you give me that 50 bucks, it will be. <laughs> once you give me that 50 bucks, I'm going to go to Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> The best part about that joke is it's going to go over 90% of people's heads. But like two people will know what I'm talking about when I say Space Mountain. <laughs> Woo! She go around Space Mountain. Anyway, back to TJ's story. Tangent's gone. Eh. 
don't know what that is, but I, I've been doing it. So, um, looking for this game, and my good buddy, Mr. Dark Runner, knew this. That for the last over 10 years, I was looking for this game. Couldn't find it. Everyone I knew who I was good friends with knew I was looking for it. <clears throat> and for my 25th birthday a couple years ago, um, actually, wait, last year? No, two years ago. My my mom and Sam threw this like big, big party for me and my old man because we're born on the same day. Um, so we're there and it's this big celebration and everybody's there, you know, although actually what's funny is most of the pod beard crew was there as well, which is kind of hilarious to think about now. Hmm. Prague was there. Dark runner was there. Ryan was there. Brandon was there. Kaz wasn't um, there. <clears throat> Kaz wasn't there. Cause I didn't know you at the time. Well, Screw you for not knowing. Actually, me. sorry. Brandon wasn't there. He had to work, unfortunately. Um, but anyway, so we're there and my buddy dark runner is like, Hey man, come here. I want to give you your present. And I'm like, ah, you have to do that. I don't fucking motherfucker. You know, I was like already pretty drunk at the time. <clears throat> He's like, no, no, no! Like, I promise you're gonna, you're gonna, like, you're gonna f- flip your shit. You're gonna enjoy this. And I was like, it's gonna, gonna get, be like a plump tomato. And I was like, oh god, I'm gonna get raped, aren't I? So I go over, and he has his little bag and hands to me. Open it up, and lo and behold, it is a mint condition copy of Ogre Battle '64. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Ogre Battle '63. I was gonna be like, oh, that's not Ogre Battle '64. It's like the shittier copy <laughs> of it. It's it's, it's old gray battle. It's 63.9. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ. So yeah, he's like, yeah, man. Like they went to like a uh, gaming convention and uh, he was like, I saw it for like a decent price. And I was like, I have to do this. And I was like, dude, thank you. Like, so and I, there we have learned that we have to go to gaming conventions. Yes. Which you just triggered me because we're going to do that this year. We have, we have fan to. expo. So Brandon, if you're listening, which I hope you are, book, tickets, <laughs> and book a booth. Cause we're going to go and do a live podcast. Well, at I, fan I don't expo. know if we can do a booth. It's okay. I'll have, but- a, I'll cover it. No, wait, take that back. I might be rich. I might not be rich by then. No, wait. Yes, I will be. Cause I'm going to win the lottery this week. I, I'm planning to win the lottery. I'm also planning to win the lottery this week. <laughs> so we'll both win the lottery and then we'll buy we'll buy the expo and then we'll just have the two guys in a game gaming expo yeah we're literally gonna just have our name on it it's not gonna be fan expo anymore it's gonna be called motorized windblower expo yay can you imagine motorized windblower so gathering yes gathering of the motorized windblowers our 50 motorized windblowers show up wow this is it oh oh shit hey. I love you again. shut up you're not even a hot chick shut up they all do you know <laughs> <laughs> No, we we have some female listeners actually. So you got this ogre battle. From so I got ogre battle sixty four. I was really hyped about it. Dark Runner's the man. Shouts to him. Um, and I, I wasn't was, able. I wasn't actually able to play it. Do you remember when we went to get um, the controller? I got that controller yeah. and I got the new memory card. Yeah, because it needed a memory card. Oh, okay. So I got that. Like God, that was a few months ago now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I we played were just the, children back then. Yeah, I know. We were like episode like what four or five, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> we were still. We weren't even teens yet. We still had free time back then. Aha! <laughs> now we no longer have free time. Adulting is hard. Adulting is hard. So now you can finally enjoy So it. I was able to play the enjoy shit out of it, it for like the first couple months. I kind of like forgot about it for like a month or so. Nice. There you go. Shout out to Prog Rocker. All that hard work on the tubes. Woo-woo. It wasn't Prog Rocker. It was Dark Runner. Whatever. I can't remember all these names. There's too many There's people. There's two people you need to remember. Prog Rocker and Dark Runner. <sighs> <laughs> but, um... And he was like, oh, so like, how's Vocal Battle? I'm like, dude, I love it. Um, I got like super into it. And then like a bunch of these games, like I picked up for my PS4. So I was like, ah, like, ah, I, I got to play these, you know? So um, 
Start playing it again mm-hmm. a couple days ago. Nice. And uh, I'm loving the shit I've been. If you guys aren't familiar with Ogobao 64, and this is leading into our topic, I promise. Now I'm getting, I'm, I'm like, I'm on the final stretch getting into the topic. Kaz and Hodder, uh, five minutes left. Five minutes left. Kaz and Hodder. Oh, sorry. That was our intern. We have an intern? Yeah, it's Kaz. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> Kaz is our intern as well as uh, our. Um, so leading into our topic. So, uh, <laughs> just so like, leading into just our correcting topic. TJ. I just feel like I'm like, I'm just like, okay, so because I'm the king of tangents, I decide when the tangents can happen and when they cannot. See, right I'm, now I'm allowing this tangent to happen, but now I'm going to take it back to TJ, who's not going to tangent. Go ahead, TJ. <laughs> so the other day, I went to Walmart. <laughs> no. Um, but so for those of you who are not familiar with the game, it is for N64, obviously. Um, and basically, it's kind of like a, in a way, it's kind of like a turn-based, like, strategy game. But the combat's in, like, real time in the sense of, like, you go into your battle and you decide if you guys are either going to attack, use an item, or, like, flee kind of deal. Right. And then, like, they attack and everything. And it, it is a really hard game if you don't know what you're doing. Luckily, I had so much experience with it before that I, I kind of jumped into it. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's easy. A lot of really awesome characters. Um, and it's just a really, really good game. Really awesome story. We're going to have to... I'm going to have to have you play it. Okay. Because it is it is actually... A, like I feel like it, you actually would be like, oh. it's And you know what? The oh, graphics are good. actually like... Considering it's for the N64 and everything, it's because it's the type of graphics that it is. It's mm-hmm. like they're almost timeless. Oh, okay. So it's really, it is a really good game. If you guys haven't heard of Vogelbow 64, definitely check it out. You can get emulators, and I know someone's probably going, well, TJ, why don't you just get an emulator of Vogelbow 64? That's what Dark Runner said to me. I was like, it's not the same. <clears throat> it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. I can't, I can't do it. It's not the same. <sighs> so the N64, Kaz. What is an N64? The N64 was a console that was crucial to my upbringing. As a I gamer. think it's just a crucial console. I think it's the most, I'm going to just go on record and say it's probably the most important console ever. Yeah. I, I, I think so. I'm going to go off record and say, TJ, TJ, we talk about Nintendo way too much. And no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, assholes. <laughs> the N64, it is the... Potter and Cash Generations console. That's what I'm going to say. I speak for our generation when I say the N64 was revolutionary, and we are the we, we are millennials. So, well, I hate that word because so do I. I don't pull myself in with millennials. I don't either. But I, I accept the title. Yeah. I just do not accept all the weight that comes with it. I know. I don't either. But I am not a, a true millennial. I am a I'm a hypocrite millennial. I should be whining and complaining about jobs and stuff whatever being like ah awkward realizations (laughs) (laughs) so yeah the n64 was revolutionary it gave birth to so many amazing games not to mention excuse me the 3d platforming yes which is something that nowadays i think a lot of people kind of they forget about and they go oh these games suck well you suck no, you literally joking. suck. No, like, it's it's something worst. that has been lost. Suck a switch, and it's basically become. It's like it's very rare to see a 3D platformer nowadays that actually takes yeah. off and it and it holds all the value that these um, 3D platformers held. It also N64 also gave birth to first person shooting in a sense of it was like like not just like I'm not talking about like where Doom was not. 
you know, it was the first first person shooter. <clears throat> it was know? actual like 3D first person shooting. Like, let's get this competitive going. You know, like yeah, it gave birth to so many amazing games. It gave birth to like great racing games, mm-hmm. great um, RPGs, and it holds up to this day. And I still have never seen it be been topped. Now I've seen it come close. Yeah, there's a lot of great systems out there. I've seen the GameCube attempt to do it, and they did a good job, but they just never came close. And I've seen the Switch now trying to do it, and I think I feel if anything is going to, they can do it. It's going to be the Switch because the Switch has such great content, as you've heard from us for the last twenty episodes. I've seen Xbox, the original Xbox console, come out, and they were just on par almost. It was that was a great. They were so close to what Nintendo was, and the Xbox was a great console. I've seen the PS2 do great. I've seen the PS3 do great. I've even seen the PS4 do great. But PlayStation is very consistent. Nothing comes close to what the N64 offers. Not even the Nintendo 3DS, unfortunately, which is hard for me to even say because you the are 3DS a big fan of that console. Is the home console I know. It's you know. So that's like your main. Like as long yeah. as I've known you, that's been your main console. And so when I say this, that the N64 is revolutionary. Nothing will come close to it until. I see basically the only way they could do it is if they came back with Rare, which would never happen. Which, yeah, it's not going to happen, but if they did, that would be like, that would, can can you imagine, like, let's say I'm Nintendo for a second, and we announce tomorrow, as we record this, (laughs) that they bought bought back Rare, and that they're hiring all of Rare's original staff back, even the ones that died in that terrible fire, and they're like, you guys can come back, and they, they rise from the dead, and they're like... Let's do it. Let's make Conquerors 2. Let's make Banjo-Kazooie 3. Let's just do it. And they just like, they release, you know, Conquerors Bad Fur Day 2. They release. It wouldn't um, even be called Conquerors Bad Fur Day. It would just be called Conquerors. It would be called Conquer Gets Drunk Again, Falls Down a Hole, and Has to Go to Hell. Conquer Goes to Hell. That'd be a cool title. For that me. would actually be a great game, too. Yeah. That'd be, I can already picture that game. So, yeah. But anyways, speaking, getting into the topic of games, yes. what made the N64 so great were some of these games, and I just want to touch base on some of them. I don't want to really get into them. I just want to kind of mention them by title. Do you explain a little bit why these games are, these are the games that made it, and if you haven't played them before, I, I like, I don't even implore you. I urge you. This is my catharsis. I urge you to go I out. The wor- I love the words. <laughs> go out and please find a copy of these games. I, I swear to God, if you own an Xbox One, half of these games are available on a they game are, called the yeah. Rare Replay. Yeah, Buy it. Are. It's 30 bucks. Get it. You will experience all these amazing N64 games. Yes. Not to mention as far as finding an actual N64 console because someone, yeah, people have hit me up before saying like, where can I find an N64? And nowadays? apparently they're hard to find now because a couple of years ago, you could pick them up anywhere and you can still pick them up. You they're can around. pick up like the, um, uh, like the refurbished models really easily. Mm-hmm. Shout out to seven star games and Ajax. I'm, I know they had like four or five and we were, yeah, it's just, they're not cheap though. They're like a hundred bucks. You're going to pay yeah. about a hundred bucks. These are relics now. Mm-hmm. So they're not like going to be cheap. You're probably to get a good console. That's in great shape. and going to work a great controller, a great memory pack. And well, and that's not hard to necessary. do though for those things yeah. because now they've basically come out and companies have realized the value of what the N64 was. Like even for you, you just picked up a brand new, it was a $20 N64 controller, controller. And, and like, and I hum and hot on it and I'm just like, well, if you can pick one up now, I can definitely come back and pick one up later. So like, yeah, but it's, these games are just games that 
like they this is our roots this is what shapes our knowledge of gaming and this is why if you think that we might be kind of picky with gaming and you might go oh, you always bash on this this is because this is what gaming to us is yes this, this is, is what we our, compare it to this is what we hold it, it to like if a game doesn't hold up to it then we that's where our criticism comes in. Mm -hmm. So that's, we don't want to be like unfair in our judgments on games, but this is the reason why. Okay, guys, so we're going to take a quick second to give a much needed shout out to our good friend, Mr. Jason Reese from Jaybird Digital Arts. Whether you guys need t-shirts, logos, business cards, phone manipulation, custom art, anything like that, Jason is your guy. You've seen our logo. You've seen how awesome it is. Hit him up today by going to www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That is J-A-Y-B-I-R-D digitalarts.com. Go there right now. Right now, guys. Just don't just pause the podcast. <laughs> Jaybird Digital Arts. Digital Arts. <laughs> when I think of a, the first first-person shooter I ever played, mm -hmm. ever, was GoldenEye 007. Exactly, yeah. And or now it was the Star Wars... <laughs> uh, Shadows of the Empire, right? That one was a third person shooter. Well, okay. But Still it's shooter. Similar. Yeah. Same with me, like third person shooter. Yeah. I compare them to that. And yeah. I know what some people are already saying. They're like, don't sit here and tell me that Goldeneye still holds up and blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not saying that. What yeah. I'm saying is what that game brought to the table as the first first person shooter that I ever played, mm -hmm. the competitiveness, the controls, the tight controls, the guns, yeah. the level design, everything compared to the newer first-person shooter games, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, they're just so just, washed up, over, yeah. overdone, and it's the same freaking model after another with no improvements and no change. And even if they do change something, it ends up going the, the like the opposite way that you mm -hmm. want it to. Like, nothing's going to compare to the original Call of Duties, like, exactly. for what that yeah. feeling was. Nothing's going to compare to anything like that. And after you kind of get into that washed-up era of, like, Every year you're releasing a new model, but it's not really a new model. It's just the same model being reused from the last game. It just doesn't work anymore. That'd be like them pumping out a new Zelda game every year. It wouldn't it's be just good not anymore. Be good. Yeah. It just, it, you know, you, they take five to seven years to make one Zelda game. They take at least three to four years to make a Mario platformer that's like a 3D Mario platformer. So these games don't just get popped out. Look at Bethesda. Bethesda doesn't just pop out a new Skyrim or a new Elder Scrolls game every year. It's like a seven-year or eight-year gap. Like, what, Skyrim's been out for, what, almost eight or nine it's years now? It's been a long time. It's been out for a long time. It's 2008, I think, right? Or 2010, um, one of those two. So 2010, I think. Yeah, so it's been yeah. out for like eight years, and they, still, even they don't even have a freaking another one like that. And Fallout was the same way. The only mm -hmm. reason why Fallout New Vegas happened was because they had the model for Fallout 3, but Fallout New Vegas ended up becoming a way bigger improvement. The best game in the Fallout so series. That's Shout why I say three. that, like, you know, these games that we are comparing to, like, they have to hold up from the N64 For standards. Sure. So that's why I want to just get into it. Like, going the way of Rare, I'm just going to name all the Rare games that come off the top of my head, and if I forget any, you go I ahead will try and just to pop in, in there. So, can, like, yeah. another shooter one that is so underrated, but now it is completely playable. It wasn't very playable on the N64, but it was always intriguing to me, was Jet Force Gemini. And I've talked yes. about it on here before, so I'm not going to get into it. But Jet Force Gemini was this crazy space adventure. It didn't make any sense to me as a kid, but as I started playing it as an adult on the Rare replay... It became more playable. They added more features to it. The double joystick just makes it so much yeah, easier to that play. That was a game that was ahead of its time. Yeah. It almost needed and, that double and joystick. I, I'm not even kidding you. Like It was just fun. The music was so good because Rare just had the, their way with music. They knew how to make something creepy oh, yeah. or fun or whatever. And 
that game is so underrated. You could mention that to N64 gamers right now, and they will go, oh, I remember that game. I could go up to anybody else that's a Nintendo gamer, and they would just be like, I've never heard of Jet Force Gemini. I've yeah. done it so many times. I do not know what Jet Force Gemini is. And it was such a cool concept. It's basically Guardians of the Galaxy. It was like pretty much. Were you surprised I knew it? Were you surprised I knew it? No, I I I expected lots of people who are fans of like Nintendo to know it. Like I could talk to my one uncle. He's an N sixty four buff. He loves Jet Force Gemini. He wouldn't shut up about it if I brought it up to him. But then there's other people where I've gone up and go, "Remember Jet Force Gemini?" And they go, "What?" And then I have to explain it a bit, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that game. Completely underrated." But that game inspired such a weird, I feel like a space age thing, like. Not to say it inspired Halo, because Halo was in its own ballpark, and Halo was inspired by other things, which we already know. Alien. Anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> Halo Halo is another story for another time. That's another great first version, too. But, Absolutely. Another time. Yeah. Um, that was one game that I was just like, it's so underrated, but I, I, I very strongly urge you... If you're gonna, if you're really interested in playing these games and getting to know why we are the way we are with games, Jeff Force Gemini, check it out. Very That's fun. Definitely one. Um, Banjo Kazooie games. Enough Hell said. Yeah. I don't even have to get into those. Banjo Kazooie one was fun, love, and it was all happy go lucky. There was just goofy after goofy after goofy, and you get to the end and you you beat the bad guy and you just have this like great rapport with the game and you're like yes you feel so accomplished you get all these power-ups and then boom banjo 2 hits and it's a dark it's downward yes. spiral everything's completely dismal but it's still fun i love banjo Banjo 2 just added to it it's one of those sequels that you're like how did you do how did you make a better game and it's because they expanded they knew what they were doing with it from day one and it was just perfect the platform moon stayed the same oh it's the same controls more extras to it and it just honestly like it was one of those sequels that how do you make a better sequel? That's how you make a better sequel. Yeah. If you guys want to check that out, um, definitely like I may say Banjo 2 is my favorite. I think yes. it's the far superior. I, one, I do like Banjo play Banjo Kazooie first. Yes. Play Banjo Kazooie, get the feel for it because it is, it isn't as bad. Like lots of people say, Oh, I like Banjo Kazooie more than Banjo 2 and that's fine. I just find Banjo-Tooie added more of a challenge mm-hmm. than Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie was challenging. When it first came out, for Absolutely. what it was, it was like a baby. Like, that was like a child platformer. Like, that was probably one of the first platformers that came out and said, why don't you go collect things next to Super Mario 64, of right? Of course, yeah. And then another game that's on there is Conquer, which we just talked about. Conquer by Verde was an adult game on the N64. It looked like a kid's game. It looked like a kid's game. So kids would get away with playing it. And it was literally just the funniest, most outrageous game. Raunchy, too. Like, I forgot how raunchy it was. I love it. I love playing through it because it references movies. Yes. Which is just hilarious to me. Like, it references so many movies. And you fight, like, all these crazy bosses. I am the great mighty poo, and I'm going to throw my shit at you. Actual dialogue from the game. And some my chocolate starfish. (laughs) How do you think you're going to survive in here? Bravo. Have Bravo. some caviar. Bravo. And, throws and the way you beat him is to throw toilet paper at him. Yep. You and throw you, uh, toilet paper at a giant pile of shit, and that's how you beat him. And he's an actual and you boss. You flush him. And yeah, it's you amazing. flush him. Yeah, it's so. amazing. Anyways, that and Congress just had all these fun mechanics to it. He's a little squirrel running around, and it just was one of those platformers that was just like, he's literally. Just trying to get back home. All he's trying to do. He's drunk. He's <laughs> he got just, lost. He got he's, trying hung, he's hung over. He's just trying to get back home. And while he's trying to get back home, he's got to make all these deals with people in order to get through the levels. And it's just hilarious. So that's a game that you like. 
even adult gamers today, you'll go and play that game. It's a, it's hilarious. It's they, so good. That's one that like yeah. should have been remastered. Like, but it, it wasn't it for the Xbox. No, they tried to. But it was, it was too different. Like they, they couldn't do it. Well, yeah. The other thing is they took out the swearing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, the, I'm going to throw my. That's why you want the N64. You, you want like, what? So on the rare replay, it's uncensored again. Is it? Yes. Cool. Okay. So, um. Anyways. I know Brandon's trying to find that game for the N64. Yeah, so if he wants, so Brandon, if you're looking for it and you just you like get the rare replay, I, I know you don't, you don't probably have an Xbox One, but if you like, if you're, just, I don't know if he does or not. But yeah, yeah N64, it's gonna, it costs like a hundred bucks and everything. So I mean, like, I guess it's like, it kind of balances out. I mean, if you just want one game for a hundred bucks, it's fine. But like, I don't know, it's it's totally up to you. Uh, a rare replay doesn't censor it, and it takes it right back to its like roots, like it's classic, right? So awesome! That's awesome to hear. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, other rare games like Diddy Kong Racing inspired oh, such yes. a world of like fun racing, but at the same time, it was like battling and just like just this interesting concept that had never been done before. Um, I think that might be one of my favorite racing games of all time. Yeah. And I'm not a huge, but like, like, because people say, oh, Mario Kart, Mario Kart, Mario Kart. Mario Kart was an amazing game. Yeah. I, I, how I played that game with my mother, for God's sakes. We loved it. I used to always play as Wario and she'd always play as Peach and she used to be like, I, I, whenever I'd pass her with Wario, you, (laughs) I just remember her going like, you little bugger. And it was, it was so fun, but yeah, Diddy Kong racing, um, just, I don't mean to like hijack. No, that's fine. I'm like triggered so hard about it. Like, well, you have the three different types of vehicles, your hovercraft, your plane, yeah. your little cart, all these awesome characters. Banjo was in it for God's sake. Yeah, sakes. exactly. Conker was in it before he was Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yes. So it was like, because I remember when I played as Conker, I was like, oh, like this cute little guy. And oh, look, Conker's Bad Fur Day came out. Oh, that's, I should check Conker's it out. Bad and then, Day. you know, my, my mom was like, this game's rated M. You're not getting Because this is when I was a kid. Yeah, like, yeah. My mom was like, you're not renting this. I'm like, why? Go up to the counter and the guy was like, because this is back when you used to rent games. From yeah, the store. I know. I know it's a really far fetched idea now. But yeah, renting games. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Who does that? And the guy literally said to my mother, like, he's like, he should not be playing. This. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, bro. Yeah, I never, I never heard of it. Never played it because, and then it wasn't until like I got into my teen years, and then my uncle was like, yeah, have you ever played Conquerors by Fred? I'm like, no. And he's like, it's really fun, and I tried started playing it and I was just like all like oh I'm not interested in this and then as I got older I was like I was like okay you maybe appreciate I'll play it. it yeah you have to be an adult to really yeah. appreciate it you know yeah so but yeah no Diddy did. Kong Racing was great it was it, a really it was one. a revolutionary game and it of course only had like one game and that's the thing rare hit like all these notes with like bringing up perfect platformers perfect racing games all these perfect shooting games and then they just kind of went like didn't they remaster it though or something then they did I think they did a Game Boy Advance version oh probably it was Diddy it's Kong not, it's not the same Donkey Kong I think it was like you called Donkey Kong you can't Kong compare Racing. N64 games to Game you Boy Advance you can't games. no it's not a fair comparison um, and then well, a the biggest one of all for me, I know I'm probably missing some key rare games because there are a lot of other ones. There's that none not, that are like I can think of, but there is so many great ones. But uh, Donkey Kong 64 Dude. was rare's masterpiece, Dude. in Dude. my opinion. Yeah. they Donkey And I Kong. still know that they hold it in their highest regard because when they brought out ukulele, they referenced Donkey Kong 64 with the yeah. ukulele rap. And I was just like... So I know for a fact that Donkey Kong 64 was their baby and it's still my favorite N64 game of all time for a platformer. I mean, like everything about that game, the the switching system for character switching, like completely innovative. Like I, I you don't find that in any other game. There's no other game where you jump into a barrel and change your character. Mm-hmm. Um, the boss fights, Amazing legendary. Boss you will fights. never, ever match a boss fight in that game. Ever. You could never match boss fights like that. Like, Rare could never be beaten with their boss fights. Ever. Even comparing to, like, um, 
my favorite N sixty four game, which we'll talk about a little later. Yeah, I'm sure you guys probably don't know what it is. Hey, you go to the first match. <laughs> no, it's actually not. Oh, okay. Um, comparing it to like uh, other games that had amazing like boss Ocarina of Time, yeah. Majora's Mask, yeah. amazing Banjo Tooie. Yeah, but compared to just collectively all of the boss fights. Yeah, you can't compare them. It's no, because each so boss good. fight was just such a goofy boss fight, but it was like the music and the the, the atmosphere and just like the sense of urgency. Yes. That's all you want in a boss fight. You just want to feel like, holy crap, holy crap, I'm actually like fighting like the most, one of the most toughest things in the world. Oh, how am I going to be? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, real quick on that, um, I, two questions. Number one, who's your favorite character in the game to play as? My favorite character? I don't know. I like all of them. I've just become adapted to all of them because there's so much, like, they all have such unique skills. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to think, oh, Chunky was my favorite character. He's my, he's And my then Diddy was my favorite character. Yeah. And then like Tiny him. was my favorite character because they all have different abilities. So it's like, it's hard. Like, don't even get me started. I used to hate playing as Donkey Kong. And then I started I to love too. playing as Donkey Kong yeah. as I got through it. But it's all about, like, I think they're all great characters. And that's what makes that game so good is you can switch into any one of them and you just have fun with them. Like, Lanky is such a goofy character. He's so fun. And, yeah. like, Donkey Kong's just, like, your main character you're going to go and you're going to do all your stuff with. And and then you got Diddy, who's just goofing around with his peanut poppers. I used to just love flying on his little yeah, thing his shooting pack, people yeah. with his peanut guns. But, no, they all have great, like, abilities. Um, And what was your other thing? Oh, you I was going to say your, your favorite boss fight. Quack in the box. Same. Like, far. Quack in the love box boss is fight. the scariest most terrifying most fun and most tactical boss fight in that game next to cardboard k rule or uh cut, cut out k rule yeah which is awesome which is too. just yeah. hilarious it was like they literally were not even hiding the fact that they ran out of boss fight ideas and by saying that <laughs> they came up with the best boss fight like i cannot describe cut out k rule you have to see it for yourself if you play dk64 cut out k rule was just this giant cutout of the bad guy king k rule and all the Kongs have to fight them together collectively. And you basically just have to shoot yourself out of a cannon at this cutout three times to knock him out. But as you get, as you start knocking pieces off him, he gets collectively harder to hit. So you'll, you have to time it perfectly. Or if you miss, you only get five shots, right? So if you miss one of your shots, then you, you run out of Kongs, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, fuck. But it's so funny because it's just such a funny boss fight. And then, of course, like they just have like so many unique boss fights in that game. Like the Dragonfly, or I guess his name is the Dodogadon or whatever. He's the Dragonfly boss. And the Ar- Army Dillo. Who's another great who's one. Funny. The have Quack the, in the Box is definitely the Quack the in the Box fight. just yeah. has the most... Yeah, he's just like, and he looks like this terrifying, meshed-up horror nightmare toy. Mm-hmm. And you just and you're tiny. That's what makes it so good. You're tiny Kong. You're the literally. You're the most the smallest fragile Kong. Yeah, fragile Kong. But you're you, you kick this thing's ass. Like it's yeah. and it's it's actually the first time where it tricks you into thinking you're gonna beat a boss on the third hit, and you do not get to beat it on the third hit. No, no, no. Instead of beating it on the third hit, he becomes invisible, and he starts shooting super lasers at you, and you have to you have to uh, hit him two more times before you can actually beat him. And so, I remember that because, again, as a kid, I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? Oh, shit, what the hell? And I was, like, freaking out. <laughs> I know. I couldn't even – I had nightmares. Like, I could not fight him as a kid. I was just like, oh. That's funny. But, yeah, and then he just became, like, one of my favorite boss fights to actually, d- like, take part in because I, I got tactical with it and I doubled my – I doubled back and I, I finally – I can beat him all the time now. It's just fun. He's just a fun boss. But, yeah. So that's kind of my rare talk. Absolutely. And then if we get into the other N64 games, I know – we already talked about Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. 
to the Ocarina of Time being my, yeah. I have to say it's my favorite it's one. It's phonics it game. That's the phonics game. It taught me how to read. LOL, LOL, LOL. Ha, 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 <laughs> And then there's Majora's Mask, which is collectively the best Zelda game, we, which yeah. we've agreed on many times. And we still think it's the best Zelda game. Yeah. I think it might collectively be our favorite game. It is. I can literally just like, I'm already, I'm still playing it right now. Like I'm yeah. literally playing. You literally it. are playing. And I right love now. it. And I know the game like the back of my hand. I can walk through that game. Like I could be like piss ass drunk. <laughs> Uh, and uh i can still like i'll wake up the next morning and i will have beaten that whole i have walked through half that game and i'm like how did i do that i'm so amazed i don't remember what i was doing last night apparently i beat majora's mask but i i know that game so well now and i just love that whole feeling and that was just like n64 gold right there man literally the cartridge was gold it was amazing it was amazing and then like you know you've got your super mario 64 which just which just branded mario platformers like right there there's no and like it's funny because shout outs to somebody named dare you know who you are the dare i was talking to him the other day and he was just like super mario 64 i don't get why people like that game so much and i'm like yeah, I'm like, but it's good. And he's like, no, but it's not. And, I, and I've never really thought about it. Like, there's probably people out there who don't like it. And there I start are. to think about it. Like, it's not my favorite platformer at all. Like, it's it's actually kind of lost to me. Like, I love it. And, and it has so much nostalgia to it. And going around and just jumping up and collecting the stars and everything. And But it is, it is interesting because it is a great platformer. And people who played it, they loved it because it was Mario running around. And it was the first time Mario could, like, just walk in circles mm-hmm. and stuff. So it was a big deal. But when you actually go back and, like, analyze the game, it's not even like one of the best in 64 games. I don't even, did we even put it on our top 10 list? I don't think we did for if we were we ranking did a top 10 list. No, I mean 64? like if we were ranking, if we were, it, it's not on mine. It's not on mine. For either. sure. It's not on mine. But it's just interesting that he said it to me because it kind of triggered me a little yeah. bit. I'm like, you know you're what? Like, you're what? right. It's not actually that good. It's a great game. It's, it's great, classic, but it's but not even like on par with is what? It on, is, is it on Harder and Kaiser's top 10? Uh, it's not on mine. No, I, I mean, I can go back and play it tomorrow, but I mean, it's just not. It's not something mm-hmm. that I like. Will be like, oh yeah, I totally had to go play the best N sixty four game ever. No, it's just- oh, for sure. But then there's all these like obscure games too that people yep. may or may not know. Yeah, and there's like a few Indian Chronicles the First Mage, the number one one. Well, I literally said like yesterday to to the Dare. Which is funny. I really hope he hears this because he's going to be like, oh, it's my name now. I'm the dare. <laughs> um, but like, I didn't mean to make fun of you when I said that. Because um, he was like, oh, like, what's your favorite game from the N64? And I was like, I, I, at the time, I was like, I can't choose, but I'll tell you one of my favorites. And I said, if you know this game, I'll literally give you 20 bucks. And he's like, what is it? And it's Adrian Chronicles, the first mage. And he was like, the what of the what? And I was like, exactly. Yeah. And it's a game that is amazing. I'm not going to talk about it because I've talked about Lost in this podcast, but you guys should definitely check it out. Um, but there are a few other obscure ones that I love to play. One... Uh, is one that most people also don't know. And it was kind of like a third-person shooter, a really dark game, actually. Yeah. It's called Shadow Man. Oh, okay. It's rated M. Um, it was For a, monkeys. It was, the graphics weren't great for it, um, but the story was really cool. You're basically like a voodoo, like, assassin dude. Hmm. It's like third-person shooter. You have a double pistol kind of deal and a bunch of other cool weapons. That's really cool. dark story, but a really awesome game. Hmm. Um, very obscure. I, I don't, I've never met anyone who knows the game. Yeah. Almost more so than Adian Chronicles, because Adian Chronicles has like a little underground following. Yeah. But there's nothing for Shadow Man. Um, Iggy's Wrecking Balls. Did you ever play that? No. Kind of like a fun little platformer puzzle game where you're literally a ball and you roll around and different it's kinda like um Oh my god. Oh no. Oh no. Kind of a similar idea to like um 
Ape Escape. Oh, okay. Where you're kind of like, you have to like collect certain things and catch certain Wait, people. Wait, Super Monkey Ball did you just say? Super Monkey Ball I meant, yeah. Oh, I meant okay. That. That, uh, yeah, I know that game. But Iggy, Iggy's Wrecking Balls was pretty much the same concept. Okay, okay. But a really great game. Um, Glover, which we've Glover, talked about before on this podcast. I mean, geez, yeah. Yeah, Glover. amazing game. Fantastic. Another obscure one, um, Mischief Makers. Mischief Makers. Shake, shake, shake. <laughs> Such I a great little game. game. Yeah. Like Amazing what a great game. platformer. I love Mischief Makers. Great platformer, interesting boss fights and everything. And a yeah. cool story. Very underrated too. Mm-hmm. Very. Um, not uh, so much like as an underrated game, but we talked about it. Um, shout outs to episode 18, Paper Mario. Yes. I mean, come on. Amazing game. Like just what Amazing. a revolution. Like we've just listed like 50 games and I am not good at counting. So <laughs> I'm probably exaggerating. But what we're basically telling you here is, if you have not played the N64, you have not played real video games. Yeah, because, I mean, there's even, like, a few more. I, I, I'm like, I have there's to There's the Star Wars mention. games. Yes, there's so, so many. So many of the Star Wars games that TJ has mentioned Freaking in the Rogue past. Squadron, for God's sake. Shadows yeah. of the Empire. Episode 1 Racer, which I'm trying to find, because that is my favorite racing game. I yeah. love that game so F-Zero. much. F-Zero. Amazing racing <laughs> game. <laughs> Snowboard 64. Yes, uh, Snowboard Kids. Wave Racer 64. Snowboard Kids, again. <laughs> Snowboard Kids some 2. obscure games. We're just chucking um, them out there. I'm trying to think. Castle, well, Castlevania is one that I've talked You're about You're missing before. such a big one, too. Super Smash Brothers! Well, I was saving that for the end. Why were you saving that for the end? Just get it out like, of the way. We just Super gotta... Smash Brothers. <laughs> She's um, just like, oh, fuck you. Hit the pause button. Delete God this. Damn it. Let's re-record this shit. We're recording this whole <laughs> podcast. It's done. Um... And then, like, a, a couple other, like, talking about Mario, um, like, there's a bunch of, like, the Mario sports games. Mario parties. Mario Mario parties are amazing. Mario Party 2 is, no, it's 3, excuse me. No, wait, sorry, it was 75,992. Thank you for that correction. No, yes. Mario Party 3 is, is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love, because I think that was the first one they had with Luigi. Oh, is it? I want to say. I oh, think. okay. I think I love that game so much. That's cool. Uh, Mario Desku, Golf. Desku, Mario Golf. Yeah. Great game. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario Tennis. Ma- yes. <laughs> Mario Tennis. And I'm trying to th- like there's so- Mario Motocross GPX. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not a um, real game. <laughs> but then from the standpoint of for the wrestling fans out there, because I know there are a couple that listen. This, to this is for the wrestling fans yes. to decide. There's some great wrestling games. Uh, WWF at the time, of course, No Mercy, which is like the best wrestling game ever. Um, WrestleMania 2000, um, WCW versus NWO Revenge, Backstage Assault. I feel like we're doing a really bad Oscar speech right now. We're just like thanking all our N64 games. Yeah. I just want to shout out to, I just want to, th- we're not even doing shout outs today. We're just shouting out N64 games. I just want to <laughs> shout out DK64, Banjo-Kazooie64, Banjo-Tooie64, you know, GeForce Gemini. You, you GeForce Gemini, you keep dreaming. You live big, okay? Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> just going off. And like, there's there's ones I know I'm going to listen back to this. I'm going to go, shit, I forgot about this. I forgot about this. I know. I'm trying to, I'm like, while you're listing yeah. your stuff off, I'm like, oh, there's more. I know there is. Come on. Zach, there's so many it. great games for the N64. <laughs> and there's ones that were like kind of splash in the pan games. Quest 64 Quest was one that I really enjoyed playing. Asteroid um, 64. It was a 3D asteroid game. Think about that. What's not to like? <laughs> Think about it. I got that game from somebody and I don't know who. And I started playing it. I was like, this game's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many great games in the N64. And what we've been trying to get across today, obviously, is the fact that it is the, the console that has shaped us both as gamers. And as men. And as men. We are hardworking men because of the N64. Because we are heroes. 
because these gaming heroes inspired us to be heroes. Absolutely freaking right. And I mean, from a kind of a getting in, getting into a more sentimental moment for a second here, it was the first console that we really like when we started talking. Yeah. After knowing each other for like a year, we yeah. finally were like actually started talking to each other and communicating like people. Um, rabble, rabble, rabble. We started talking about gaming and it was like N64 and we're like, what? Oh my God. You played N64? You played N64? Did you play this game? Uh, yeah. Did you play Indian Chronicles vs. Mage? Uh, what? Who no, are- I, I usually don't bust that <laughs> until I know someone for a few months. <laughs> but like, we started talking about like Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time and blah, 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 blah. blah. Like, and you were like, it taught me how to read. It taught me how to read, Sharon. It taught me how to read. Okay, Randy. Oh, my God. Quick, do all your call-outs. Quick, quick. Go, 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 go. go. You all about? your little call-out things you my used call-out things? Yeah. You're, you're, like, oh, I don't, I don't think that's appropriate. <coughs> I don't think it's appropriate. Oh, jeez, Rick. Just just do it for him. Uh, you guys are doing really inappropriate things. Get out of my way, Cleveland. Get out of the way. Okay, then. I guess I'm making an appearance, too. All right. Hi, everybody. I'm just, you know, that fan. Get out of the way, kid. Get out of the way. Get out of the street, kid. Get out of the street. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You say. <laughs> I came. What? To this podcast. Episode 20? Episode 20. To send you a message. Oh. I came. No! And I'm the weird voice TJ does sometimes. And I'm. Two guys in a game, announcer and the hormone monster. Mm, I know what you're thinking about right now, but I don't guys are off limits. They're mine. And of course, who could forget? <laughs> I'm trying to think of who there's any other voices with that. And this is Gene Simmons from Kiss. And then obviously, Brandon, please insert yourself to win Gilbert Godfrey. Remember, Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. Sure. Thank you. I can do Gilbert Godfrey too. Yeah, you can't. You know what? I I, I think we all quick. can yes. do Gilbert Godfrey, but we, Brandon just does it a little. We all bit can do a little bit of Gilbert Godfrey, but we just let Brandon have this voice, okay? So Brandon, there's, there's, I bestow upon you the Gilbert Godfrey for Sick Kids Voice Award. Brandon has done so much for this podcast, so we would be remiss not to thank him for all of his work and putting up with us doing stuff last minute and everything. And yes, <laughs> you are the man. You're so thank you, man, so very much for everything that you do for this I'd like podcast. to just thank myself. I mean, yes. 20 episodes. Wow. Like, who would have thought I would have survived this long? I mean, it's all about me. I have no shout-outs. I don't give a shit about anybody. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> just say, I know you have shout-outs. <laughs> just, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and it is just now... Just shake that ass. End, end of season one. Roll the credits. Shake my ass. Roll the credits. Binge end of season one. Roll. Technically, this is season one. This 20 is like, episodes. In a way, yeah. Season way. one of Two yeah. Guys in a Game. We're like, when we put this out on uh, CD-ROM... And floppy disk. This is season season one. Hell yeah! So yeah, I guess that like is it. Is, so we're wrapping up the N sixty four talk. Oh yeah, 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 oh yeah. Well, that's already wrapped up. Oh, unless you have another game you want to talk about. No man, I think I mentioned like every game that they ever made yeah. for the N sixty four. I mean, we're gonna Except do the for top- Forsaken yeah. sixty four, but I think that's like the only one I missed. Maybe yeah, 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 possibly for sure. There's could, a bunch. Could there, be there's other tons. Ones. There's tons that I'm forgetting. There's um, millions. But before, I like what you've got. Good job. It's time for sh- it's time for before shadows, we right? get into that. I, I want to say I'm gonna get some off for a second shadows, here because <laughs> la- last week I was saying that like you know oh, like I'm proud of you and everything for how far you've come as a podcaster so quickly even though like you, you already started off when you know when Brandon literally messaged me after I had John the first time and you were like dude that guy's your co-host 
And I was like, really? He's like, have you listened to that podcast yet? I'm like, I haven't had a chance yet. He's like, listen to that podcast. And like halfway through the podcast, it was like, holy shit. We have this chemistry that cannot be denied. And then we did the Majora's Mask episode. And I was like, okay. It's and done. then you were just like, just the two of us, you and I. Do that tonight. Tonight. <laughs> when to become one. <laughs> And I'm ready to take a chance again. Ready to put my love on the line with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, ladies and gentlemen, Caswell Jones is my co-host here on Two Guys. Now I just want to do all the funny songs that they do. Damn it. So, we have to do like a like a like an episode where we just sing. <laughs> we just sing everything. Yeah. Some say love. No, we're not doing that. No, that one's too, too damn hard. Long. That one we need we have like to five people. Yeah, we have to like one. harmonize that one. And the night is be too I, lonely. No we're, not, no, we're not even doing that. That's gonna be way too hard. Yeah, That's gonna be way too hard. Yeah, no, that but no, I'm hard. I'm just what, what I'm trying to say is, is just suddenly life has new meaning to me. There's beauty up above. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And this is what you can expect for the next 20 episodes. 20 more episodes. And we're also going to now start wearing thematic clothing for our podcast Ooh. because Tosh.0 does that. So we might as well Yay. copy him because, you know, why not? Because he's really cool. He's, he's yeah, he's fun. No, anyway. we're not actually going to do that. <laughs> Fuck that. So, yeah, we're here. We're, we're excited. Queer. I'm excited. I'm and excited we're ready about. to party. Just I'm, except I'm, the queer part. Minus I'm, that. But if we were, that'd be fine, too. That'd be fine. Um, but I'm I am excited right. for the future. So thank you for coming on this journey with me. The future me. is now. Thanks to Sh- Science. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. Well, not having you, but you, you, you've started this journey with me. Oh, okay. You're, you you're, you're, you <laughs> are you're, the other half of two guys in a game. Uh, it's yeah. like you and then like me and then like, like Brandon's almost more of a part of it than me at this point because of all the work he does. But yeah, we're really three guys in a game with Brandon really. Yeah. <laughs> She was like, I was hoping you'd be a little bit more sentimental. Well, I would just like to say these past 20 episodes and actually technically past 22 episodes that I've recorded. And actually yes. pa- technically it's 23 episodes. If you really count all my work, all my amazing what work. What was it? Cause you did, you did, I uh, did Rick and one. Morty yep. on the hotter show. Why we love Majora's mask. Actually, no, technically it's just it's 22, 20, technically 23, 22, what was the 22, third one? I don't 22. Remember. No, never mind. There's a pilot episode, The pilot, which kind of 20, I, okay, 22. Yeah, so you're right. 23 episodes. Yes. But it's technically 22. Cause we kind of just rehashed. Majority yeah, is what it is. It is what 22 it is. Episodes. A bison? Is that a statement or a question? It is what it is. Wow. God, does God, God just, just speaks to you, doesn't he? I, I believe, believe he, he does, Peter. <laughs> I believe he does. Giggity. Anyways. <laughs> you, you were getting into something there for a second. Yeah. And over these past 23 episodes, I'm going with 23 because I'm 23. So, because I'm 23. Um, we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of laughs, gimmicks, jokes. We've come up with a lot of interesting topics. We found out a lot about each other that, like, I think has just changed the way that we look at each other. Now we walk into a room. Even we were like, even though I say something new on a podcast and I just come up with something that's like completely like out of nowhere, teacher just goes, How do you, where did, where did that, that even come, come from? from? Like, tastes like mouse kisses. And teacher's just like, Where's that from? 
him. And I have to show him the video. And he's just like, oh my God. He's like, that's amazing. And it's just, I think we just kind of like have more of like an understanding of each other, what we are. And I, I think like, it's funny. Cause like, I feel like Brandon has a better understanding of the kind of person I am. Cause he has to listen to my annoying ramblings and tangents. Yeah, it's, it's almost like you guys week. know each other so and well. And like when I walk in into his house now, I'm just like, Hey, what's up? And he's just like, I know you. And I'm like, okay. But it's like you guys have like literally met like three times. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's interesting. We've yeah. been in person, like in the same room, maybe like three or four times. It's just like, but we don't. Yeah. So anyways, it's been a really great fun time getting to this point. Everyone else who wishes they were famous like me and who told me I would never accomplish anything. You guys can all suck it. Suck like it. You to come out here and talk about video games for an hour every so often that you can when you have time to do it. Cause and even like, when you don't have time, even when you don't have time, you have to be at work and like literally, it literally an hour, <laughs> like five minutes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Try it. I'm going to get off the streets. No, just, but yeah, so it's been a journey and we are still going to pop out the content like oh, fresh yeah. born, newborn babies, nine pounds, 11 ounces. Yeah. Those are big babies, baby. Oh yeah. We're popping them out. We're Hell up in yeah. the ante season two of Casador Rick Jones. That's right. That's my new middle name. Casador Not Rick motherfucker. <laughs> Not motherfucker. <laughs> it's it's Casador Rick Jones. Casar Jones is coming back to you with episode twenty one as soon as possible, as long as well as as Mister Terrence James Hotter the seventeenth, or as we call I'm, him on I'm the naughty, show. You can't see it. Hod Hod. Hod Hod. That's my new name. Hoddy. Hoddy. We'll call you Hoddy. It's Hoddy and Kaz in the morning. You're listening to Irish podcasting. <laughs> can't do an Irish accent. Oh, that's so, that's I'm too sorry. bad. I'm sorry, mate. Can you do an Aussie I... angry Rick though? <laughs> For fuck's sakes, Morty, get in the goddamn cat. Oh, okay, Rick, I'm coming. I just took a little Morty nap. I'm sorry, Rick. Oh, wait, why are you pointing the gun at my head, Rick? <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Morty. <laughs> but first, we got to stop for, for gas. Did you finish it? Did you end up finishing? The, no, I still haven't uh, finished the whole thing Then yet. he goes into the gas station. And then he's there and he's like, hi there, can I get some snacks? You know, if you get another one, I could give it to you for 25 cents. No, I'm good. You know, if you get this, I can give you another one for 25 cents. I said I'm good. I think I'll just take the snacks I got. Morty, what's taking so long? Get your ass out of here. I can't leave, Rick. He's not letting me pay for the things unless I buy another thing. <laughs> God damn it. Kills <laughs> the guy who had the Let's go, Morty. We gotta go. <laughs> And that's why Two Guys of the Game is probably the best podcast on the internet. Yeah. And I think so. And in the world. So just listen to it. Spread the word. If you have friends who are gamers, just be like, dude, if you're bored one night and you don't have a game to play, listen to these guys talk about games that they play and and they will enjoy it. Or if you're playing a game that you don't need sound for, like I usually do. Yeah. Listen to this podcast. In fact, just listen to this podcast. Just go right now. Listen to this podcast at all times. Stop. Doing what you're doing and listen to this podcast. Absolutely. I Stop listening know. to this podcast and listen to Go back to, this. to episode one and re- listen to all of them again. This is like season one finale right here. Yes. Season one. And my oh, new catchphrase is I love hotter. Just kidding. It's fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Just shake that up. Anyway, shout outs initiating. Shout outs initiating. Stop the shout outs. Shout outs initiating. So, um, obviously, episode 20, um, we do have people we need to make sure we think um obviously we need to give honorable a big mentions out. yes we need to give a big shout out to all Can of we our change listeners. it to honorable mentions now oh ooh, i like shout outs but like how about for season two we change it to now it's time for kaz and hotter's honorable mentions i'll leave that to the producer <laughs> but wow. hide the shout outs though shout out to so season one but okay shout out we're not doing seasons 
Yes, we are. This is, I this hate is podcasts that do seasons. Well, it doesn't this have to be actually seasons. No, I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just. Not, I don't I, like this that. is Kaz's official season finale. <laughs> okay. No, but um, of course we want to thank the producer once again. Um, want to thank everybody who's been listening to this show and has been hitting us up about it and everything. Obviously, Dylan. I um, want to thank the king of the tangents. I would like to personally thank Mr. Nathaniel, the king. Nathaniel, who is king. For various reasons of other things. Yes. Um, you know, shout-outs to Charity. Yes. Uh, she's been a great help. Um, Sharing I- everything. <laughs> hitting me up. No, this is not cool. Yeah, so you know, shout-outs to Mary. our main man, Jashaya, there. He's yes. had he's had some support there for us. And, you know, he and and, uh, and Daniel. Yes. Daniel, you knew who Daniel. you are. Daniel! Daniel, you know who you are, Dan! Damn it, Daniel! Daniel! Damn, Daniel. Anyways, yes. And so. there's there's tons of people I'm sure we're forgetting. Um, but we, of course, want to thank all of the podcast support, Podbeard Network, and all those guys. Obviously, Dark Runner, Prog Rocker, Aussie Lazy Prog Show. Runner, Dark Rocker. Uh-huh. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. Thank still you guys so much. Still loading podcasts. Yep. Still loading. Great. Thanks. Josh okay, we'll get back still, to that. He actually hit me up last night. I hadn't talked to him in a while. Oh, really? He was like, what's going on, man? So, shout out to you, Josh. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much, man, for all your support. And, you know, I know for myself personally... Having met you through this particular podcast and everything, you're a great dude, and I continue with Buddy now, so thank you. Um, <laughs> shout out to the Jinx with Larry crew for always being awesome, all the retweets, all the support, and all that fun stuff. Yep. Um, they're a great crew, and they genuinely, I know they actually enjoy the show, Yep. Mm-hmm. so that's really cool. Um, it's not just like a retweet, oh, these guys are cool, check them out, and they've never listened to the podcast. These guys are really cool, I didn't listen, but you should listen. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um Amazing Nerd Show. I want to shout them out because they've been uh, supporting us as well. Um, if there's any other podcasts that are listening right now and I forget you, I apologize. It was not on purpose. But it was deliberate. But it was on purpose. But deliberate. it was deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> any other shouts you want to give, Cass? Um, no. Shout outs to the Lawnmower and Weed Whacker. Yes, shout outs to them. What I hope about, they're doing uh, well. What, what about your buddy? Um, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. <sighs> Who? David? David, yeah, okay. Yeah, shout out yeah, to David. Shout out yeah. to David. He's supported us on the podcast. He's helped us on certain occasions too and yes. very, very helpful with things that I, I needed a lot of assistance with mm-hmm. in certain aspects of the episodes. Um, so big shout outs to him. Best Absolutely. friend. Best friend! Shout outs to uh, my wonderful fiance for putting out with my bullshit sometimes when it comes to <laughs> doing podcast stuff. Shout outs to my wonderful fiance. Uh, she doesn't exist and if she ever did, I would uh, probably be like... I'm doing this podcast, so you can leave me if you want, but I'm, I'm doing this podcast <laughs> because it's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. That's not. Shout out to my beautiful wife. Yeah, I know I just said I didn't have a fiance, but I do have a wife. She doesn't listen to this podcast because she's too busy. So with her husband, with her, her husband family. and her two kids. Okay. <laughs> so leave her alone. She's busy living her life, but she's still my wife. And shout out to every single one of you for listening to this podcast. Thank you so very much. We sincerely appreciate all of the support. You guys are amazing. Without you guys, I mean, we'd still do this podcast, but would it be as enjoyable for yes, us? Yes, it would be. I mean, it probably would still In be. In fact, you know what? Us. Nobody here affects anything that we do. I am a very independent, arrogant person, so I will still talk into a microphone. Strong, independent woman. <laughs> and he don't need no man. I'm a strong, independent woman, but without the W-O. Oh! I just got it. It's men. <laughs> well, I think that the, I think that's it, man. This is episode twenty, season one, all done. Yay! All right. Yeah. Fist bump for episode twenty. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I have been hotter. 
I have been Casador R. Jones. And I've been Hod Hod. Hottie. Again. It's Hottie. Hottie. Hottie, excuse me. And this has been episode 20, and we will catch you guys next time on Two Guys in a Game. Remix. <laughs> <laughs> Someone call 911. TJ just died. Bye, everybody! <laughs>